0: Welcome to the Little Is Much podcast by School to the Nations with today's host, Pastor Randy Copeland. Welcome, everyone, to the Little is Much podcast. My name is Randy Copeland with School to the Nations. Today, I want to talk to you about the great invitation. Are you thirsty? Water is critical. It's a life-giving essential for everyone, a true life source. Without it, we die. Water can also be dangerous if we don't respect it, dangerous if you don't drink enough of it. Are you spiritually thirsty? Does something need to be changed in your life? Are you lacking peace in your heart these days? Just dry, feeling lifeless and barren of hope? Are you feeling distracted in a deep sense of loss of purpose? Is there a dissatisfaction with life? You thirst for purpose, reality, and some kind of satisfaction like a cold drink of water. Are you thirsty? If so, there is a great invitation for transformation that God is inviting us into. Our text today is Isaiah 55, 1-13. It starts like this, "'Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Are you tired and thirsty for something better?' This great invitation is painted on the backdrop of an invitation to a wayward people. From Isaiah 50-54, to 54, God is speaking through His prophet Isaiah, building His case about not only their sin, but their neglected purpose. He is also revealing to them the coming suffering Savior, Jesus, to pay the price for our sins with His blood. Let's observe God's word together. God is shouting to us His great invitation. Look at verse 1. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Ho, come up, like a startled cry in the night. The invitation is not just from an 8th century, unknown, unrelatable, old soul and a new world prophet. No, it is literally the living God shouting this now, today, right now, to you and I and this generation. Come. Everyone who is thirsty. No matter what your creed, color, race, tribe, tongue, status in society, current condition, or confusion in our culture, simply come. Notice the plural in thirsty, not singular like thirst. All need to drink, but this invitation is to all who are thirsty, to those who want come to the waters. No money? No worries. It's not for sale. It has already been paid for. Are you thirsty, tired of yourself and mere religious activities? No purpose in life? No peace? No satisfaction? Lifeless, dry, and barren? Does your life look and act like a thorn bush, only causing pain to others around you? If so, God has a great invitation for satisfaction for you. Number two, God is inviting us to turn from our great distractions. Focus on verses two and three. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen that you may live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies shown to David. The question is posed, why? The main focus or issue is on what does not satisfy. Satisfaction, substance, fulfillment is the point. Ray Ortland Jr. writes, Our world is a vast marketplace of unsatisfying but costly remedies for our God shaped longings, but we are not very smart shoppers. What are those distractions? Where's the payoff we keep sacrificing for here in this worldly system? The great distraction is from what is not bread and what is not satisfying us. What are those distractions in our life? I often know mine, but if you are thirsty, he will show you. How? Consider James 4.8. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded or distracted. Jesus is the bread of life that satisfies. Now focus on verses 2 again. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good, and delight yourself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen that you may live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies shown to David. God is saying, listen carefully. You are distracted. You can't focus on me. I am the true giver of life to your soul. Sometimes I have the attention span of a two-year-old. We are a distracted generation from what would truly satisfy us. God's trying to talk to us, and we're texting, never looking up into his eyes. Try that with your spouse sometimes to see how they feel. God is saying to you and me, look me in the eyes. I have something rich for your soul. Many of us were once focused on Jesus and his mission, but now we are distracted, spiritually dull, and unhealthy. And we know it. Number three, God is inviting us to seek his great mercy. We focus on verses six through nine. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion on him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God's grace is free, and His mercy is abundant. But only if we apply verse 7. The reason we are so thirsty is because of our wayward and wicked ways. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord, and he will have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. It is hard for us to accept the truth that God would really abundantly pardon us. That's why he gave us verses 8-9, through For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The gospel of grace is always higher than our thoughts. The masses are duped by Satan, running hard and chasing his lies. They are sheep without a shepherd and in need of someone offering them a drink of his grace and mercy. Seek the Lord while he may be found." What does that practically mean? Stop delaying. Become intentional about setting our highest value on Him. Remove the distractions from hearing the Word of God. Realign our whole life with Jesus as the center. Grow in being sacrificial for the gospel. If not, we dehydrate spiritually, emotionally, and maybe even physically. God is inviting you today to seek Him for His great mercy. And number four, God is inviting us to turn to his living word for a great transformation. Focus on verses 10 through 13. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout, furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. What's the point? God is telling us something important, the prominence of His Word. He relates it to the rain and snow, life-giving elements, a true life source that brings about growth and transformation. Then the promise of transformation happens. Verse 12 says, For you will go out with joy, And be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, the cypress will come up. And instead of the nettle, the myrtle will come up. And it will be a memorial to the Lord for an everlasting sign, which will not be cut off. Notice verse 13. My word or true life overcomes death barrenness, fruitfulness. It transforms us into something that flourishes if we will drink it in. True life, or His Word, fulfills the purpose of God. His purpose will succeed in the matter for which He sent it. What is that matter? Transformation of lives. This is the gospel. The Word of God is also seed, and when the rain and seed get together in the human heart, There will be growth, transformation, and fruit, but it must be sown into lives. What does transformation look like in us? From a thorn bush, which is lifeless, barren, fruitless, and only causing pain to others who touch it, or to a cypress tree known for soaking up flood water, preventing erosion, resistant to rot, insects, and decay. What does your life look like today? Are you a nettle, stingweed, causing rash, hives, itchy, red, and swollen when touched? Or a myrtle tree, known for its beauty, devotion, love? And in fact, in the Hebrew, it means Hadassah, which means little girl. This is the Hebrew name of Esther, a young girl who was beautiful inside and out and had a divine purpose. Which are you today? Are you thirsty? Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. John 6, 35. God has a great invitation. Are you thirsty? Today's reflective worship song is Living Waters by Christine Getty. The reason I chose this song is because it reminds me of God's great invitation. Are you thirsty? Thank you again for joining us today. If this message was encouraging to you and you think it would be encouraging to someone else, please feel free to share it with them. I'm Randy Copeland and remember, little is much when God is in it. It is great if God is in it. For him for his own. Little is much. In it. Lebanon, for there are still 4.7 billion people who have little or no access to the good news of Jesus Christ. If you would like to know more about how School to the Nations is working to get the gospel to the nations and how you can be involved, check out our website at sttn.org.